Good morning, everybody. My name is Alex Barthet. I'm a board-certified construction attorney here in Florida. We focus on representing subs and suppliers in construction disputes. Today, I'm going to explain what bonding off your lien uh, really means and why, when that happens, you should be happy. Um, so let's go ahead and get started. So today's agenda uh, is going to be uh, pretty simple. We're going to talk about what a lien is because you need to understand what a lien is and how it works so that you understand what bonding off a lien means. Um, I'll explain the process of bonding off your lien and then explain what happens after it. So let's get started. Um, let's start by talking about what a lien is and how it works because understanding that is critical uh, to understanding the significance of bonding off your lien. So as you may already know, a mechanic's lien secures your right to be paid for the materials and labor that you service, uh, that you furnish to the project. So any improvement to the pro property that you render gives you a right to uh, a lien on that property. Um, whatever value that you improve the property with, that's the value of the lien that you're entitled to. That lien encumbers both the real property, um, or I should say, or the real property, uh, uh, the real property or the lease. So if you improve a property that has, uh, uh, where you're working for the tenant, then more, more likely than not, your lien is going to attach to the tenant's interest in the lease. Um, but in either event, um, the owner or the landlord uh, uh, or the tenant can bond off your lien. I'll explain that process in a minute. Um, so if you have a lien on a piece of property or on a lease, the legal process will allow you to foreclose that lien. What does that mean? That means you get to um, file a legal action with the court. The court will then determine who's right and if you're right, how much you're right. Um, how much your lien is worth, and then your lien uh, will cause the property or the lease to be sold, to be foreclosed. So there'll be a foreclosure sale um, of the property. And in the foreclosure sale, uh, if people show up to bid, um, they will bid up to your lien amount, um, and you get a credit uh, without having the actual money. You get to, you have a credit for the lien amount that uh, that you have at the sale. So let's assume that you're foreclosing on a piece of property and it's um, and your lien amount is for $100,000 and that's what the judge award you. Um, so you go to the sale um, and you can bid up to $100,000 uh, with your lien foreclosure credit. Now if someone pays more at the foreclosure sale than 100,000, then you could keep bidding if you wanted, but most people stop. Um, and then that new bidder will deposit that money. So let's say they say they deposit, they buy it for 110,000. You'll get the 100, the 10 will go back to the original owner. Um, but if no one bids more than your lien amount, then you take the property as the owner subject to any prior encumbrances. What does that mean? That means that if you're foreclosing a piece of property that has, uh, and you're owed $100,000, but it has a million dollar mortgage on it, um, well, guess what? You're taking a property 
subject to that million dollar mortgage. Um, that may not be what you want, right? Because then what's going to happen? Well, the lender uh, who has this mortgage is going to foreclose because someone's not paying this million dollar mortgage. So you always take the property subject to any prior encumbrances, uh, any prior liens uh, or mortgages. And this is why bonding off your lien may be a really good thing for you. And I'll explain that in a, in a minute. So let's go through the process of recording your lien so you understand the time frames that all of this applies. So as you may know, you need to serve, um, for those that are not in direct contract with the owner, you need to serve your notice to owner um, no later than 45 days from your first work or delivery of materials. And the sooner the better. Uh, ideally, you should do it well before 40 days. Um, that's the first notice. The second notice is your claim of lien. This needs to be recorded no later than 90 days from your last work or last furnishing of materials on the job. You need to serve a copy of the claim of lien within 15 days of the recording date of the claim of lien. If you happen to have a direct contract with the owner, then you need to serve this additional document called a contractor's final affidavit, and this needs to be served no later than five days before you file suit to foreclose on your lien. Um, typically, the best time to do the contractor's final affidavit is, is when you record your lien. So you prepare a lien, you'll record it. Um, if you're in direct contract with the owner, you'll prepare a contractor's final affidavit. And when you send the lien to the owner, you're going to send them a copy of the contractor's final affidavit as well. And then the final deadline is you need to file a lawsuit to foreclose on your lien no later than one year from the recording date of the claim of lien. So these are the timeline, the timeframes that apply um, that you need to be aware of. So let's get to the heart of the question here. What does bonding off your lien mean? What it means is that sometimes the contractor or owner or sometimes even a subcontractor um, may have an obligation to keep the property free and clear of liens. So the uh, in Florida, there's a process in order to take a lien that exists on a piece of property, remove it from the property, and place it on some other security. That's what bonding off your lien means. So what are some of the examples of when someone would need to remove a lien from a piece of property. So number one would be if there's a loan, right? So the lender may say, you need to keep this property free and clear of liens. So if someone leaves the job, the lender may say, okay, you need to now uh, bond off that lien uh, owner uh, or contractor. So that's one example. Another is a landlord. So if you do work on uh, leased space, most leases say that the property has to be kept free and clear of liens. Um, so if someone records a lien because pro uh, work was done on the property, then the landlord may go to the tenant and say, uh, you need to get that property, that lien off the property or off your lease. And the way you're going to do it is to bond it off. Um, and sometimes prime contract and subcontract terms require uh, the prime contractor, the subcontractor to keep the property free and clear of liens. So an example is, let's say an owner uh, has a contract with a GC, and that GC has a contract with a sub, and the GC and the sub are in a dispute about maybe the scope of work or the value of the work. So the, the subcontractor puts a lien on the property, and there may be a provision in the contract between the owner and the contractor that says if a sub 
has a lien on the property, you have to remove that lien. So the contractor can keep working on the job, um, not be in default, and then bond off the lien. So these are some examples of when a contractor may decide or an owner may decide to bond off your lien. Now understand bonding off your lien is slightly different than when a contractor has a payment and performance bond. When a contractor has a payment and performance bond, you don't make a, a claim against the property, you make a claim on the payment, uh, the payment bond issued by the contractor. So this is a little different than, than a, a situation where the job is bonded from the outset. Bonding off your lien means that you have lien rights and then subsequent to recording your lien, they take your lien off the property and they secure it with some type of security. So what does the bonding off process look like uh, from the person bonding it off? What do they have to do? So they take your lien um, and they need to post collateral of roughly 150% of the lien amount. The formula is not exactly 150%, but on average it works out to be that. So if the lien is 100,000, they're gonna have to come up with collateral, either um, uh, a surety bond or cash to the clerk uh, of about $150,000 in my example. The difference between the base lien amount and that extra uh, amount is the, uh, mathematical formula in the statute that's intended to cover anticipated legal fees, costs, and interest. Um, so the two ways to bond off a lien are with cash or a transfer bond. Cash literally means you take a, uh, uh, a certified check to the clerk's office. So the lien amount, if the bond amount needs to be 150,000, uh, whoever wants to bond it off is gonna take the necessary paperwork and a cashier's check for $150,000 to the clerk's office in the county where the bond is, the lien is recorded, hand it to them, and then they'll take care of the rest, and, and they'll effectively hold the money. Um, the other way to do it is what's called a transfer bond. So the person wanting to bond it off goes to a surety bond, um, like uh, uh, Liberty Mutual, Hartford, Travelers, um, any of those standard insurance surety companies, and they will need to typically sign a agreement of indemnity to indemnify the surety, pay a premium of roughly one to 3% of the bond amount. Um, and in many instances, most bonding companies will require 100% cash collateral, meaning that if you go to the bonding company to post the bond for this amount, they're gonna want you to give them the $150,000 that they're gonna hold typically in the form of an irrevocable letter of credit, in addition to signing the general agreement of indemnity, indemnifying the surety, and paying the premium. So sometimes if you don't have an existing relationship with a surety, uh, a owner or a contractor may decide to just take the cash to the clerk's office. So if someone tells you or you learn that your lien has been bonded off, what does that mean for you? Well, I would tell you that you should be happy. And the reason you should be happy um, is because I gave you an example before of where your lien may be encumbering a piece of property that has no equity in it, not enough equity to pay you. You do not have to worry about that anymore once you um, get your lien bonded off. Because once your lien is bonded off, well, guess what? Now you have 
cash sitting with the clerk um, that you can recover if you win your case. So you don't have to worry about the fact that you have to take the property to a foreclosure sale. And then at the foreclosure sale, there's not enough equity. You take the property um, and now you're going to be foreclosed out by the mortgage um, lender. None of that applies to a situation where the, the lien is bonded off. You effectively have a pot of cash that you can go after. Um, however, the downside of this is that you need to be prepared to fight. And what I mean by that is that most people that are interested in resolving the situation will reach out to you to try to resolve it. The fact that someone has gone through the time, effort, and expense of bonding off your lien typically means that they don't want to pay you. What does that mean for you? You're probably going to have to litigate to get paid. It is very rare that we run into a situation where someone bonds off a lien and then we can settle the case right away. Typically, it requires that um, we have to file the lawsuit, which, by the way, is the same process that you would to foreclose a lien. So what you do is if someone bonds off your lien, you file a, a, a lawsuit to foreclose on the lien that has been transferred to the bond. So everything is the same through the legal process, except instead of selling the property, the clerk now has the ability to uh, give you the money that's been that's been held. Um, the most important thing is if someone, if you know that your lien has been bonded off, don't delay in retaining a competent legal counsel to start the foreclosure process. As I said, someone that bonds off your lien um, usually doesn't want to pay you. So there's very little reason to keep waiting to get paid once your lien has been bonded off. My, my suggestion is that when that happens, you should initiate your legal uh, action right away. It's, it's highly unlikely that the situation is going to get better once someone bonds off your lien. Um, keep in mind that while I told you that the time period to file your lawsuit uh, on your lien is one year from the recording date of the claim of lien, those periods can be shortened, sometimes down to 60 days, sometimes down to 20 days. So be aware that uh, there are legal maneuvers that an owner or contractor can employ to shorten the time that you have to file suit. Another reason why you shouldn't be waiting um, when it comes time to collect your accounts receivable. Let me tell you about a few other things. We have a an app called the Calculine that helps you calculate your notice to owner and lien date um, due dates. Uh, you can download it on the Apple. Uh, App Store or the Google Play Store. Um, you can just search for The Lean Zone, which is the blog that we write on weekly and post videos. Um,